Hello, and welcome to Podcast Sans, and this is the show where I want to start a clothing line, but don't know how, so I call people who do. My name is Matt, and today on the phone, we've got Alex, aka Nemo, creator of Foolies Limited Clothing. I discovered his story in Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, Crushing It, the book that inspired me to create this very podcast. When I read Alex's story, I knew I wanted to have him on the show. This guy walks the walk and talks the talk. I'm excited for you to hear his story. So let's get right into it. Episode 7, let's do it. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm good. Cool, cool. Alex, thank you so much for being on Podcast Sands End. Hey, turn up. <laughs> uh, so I discovered your, I discovered Foolies reading uh, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm sure you've had quite a few people discover you through that book. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and I, I read your story there, but perhaps the listener hasn't read the book or has never heard of you. Uh, I guess right. what is your... Like, what's a good summary statement? Who are you? What is Foley's? <laughs> and then maybe like a more in-depth, like, how did you get to this point? So like, first, like, who are who are you? And then what is Foley's? What is this brand? <laughs> cool. So my name is Alex. Uh, most people I know, most friends I know, they call me Nemo. Nemo is the name I got back in my University of Florida days. Right. I graduated from that playground. I did sports medicine there. Uh, ended up at Full Sail later. Um, doing audio engineering, so completely jumped ship and changed my career around. Yeah. Uh, I did with uh, family and friends and parents thought was profitable or wanted me to do. And then I finally went and chased my passions afterwards. So mm. that's kind of my kind of college career, native to Miami, Florida. And outside of, you know, you guys hearing me now for the first time, for some of you, um, I've been working on this cool clothing company for the last seven years called Foolies Limited Clothing. And it's all about inspiring people to live out their goals and dreams, no matter how foolish it may seem. Mm. So that's just the passion and aspirations that I've always had as an artist, because I was an artist at one point, still an artist, at one, uh, still an artist now, but don't rap as much. But that's kind of how I developed and came up with the concept with the name. It was me and my brother of another color <laughs> and mother. Right uh, on. Billy. Uh, he's my co-founder. And, you know, we came up with this really cool idea because we thought we were foolish to be college students and to be wanting to rap and engineer and make a career out of music when everyone said this the college thing was the dream and that was the way to go and that was the way yeah. uh, to the top or to get to the, you know, to the money to live the best life. So, you know, us coming up with Foolies was a crazy idea in itself. And, you know, people kind of didn't understand it at first. They thought we were calling them foolish. Uh, they thought that we were, I remember one girl was like, is this some kind of like satanic thing? And I was like, <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Um, you know, and I had to break down the meaning to her and describe what we want, what we were. And, you know, as she followed me and engaged with the page, she realized like clearly this isn't, clearly this guy is uplifting and positive and really trying to encourage people to mm. live out their goals and dreams no matter what. So I think, you know, first lesson for anyone listening, if you have a brand, if you have a company, if you have a thing that you're doing, you have to be consistent because people, 
the first time won't know, won't get it. Even if you make it as plain as day, yeah, they got to see it over and over and over. And they got to see that you're staying true to whatever you say you're doing. So if you say you want to inspire, motivate and uplift, but you're not doing it or you're showing a different lifestyle or you're turning up, you're hanging with friends, living a party life. All of that's cool. Do what you want. Not here to judge you, but your brand needs to match the pathway that you're trying to walk towards. So that's super important. And that's what has allowed this brand to really shine through. We've been featured on own network. We've been featured on essence. Um, we've been featured in ambitious today. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's new book, as you mentioned. Yeah. And you know, a lot of cool opportunities that have come up for us is really because we've stayed true to the path and we've stayed true to uplifting and we stay true to empowerment and me really focusing <clears throat> on my target, on my audience which is usually women of color. Granted, the brand is for everyone, but yeah. I know my target audience. I know how to talk to them. I know what they need. And so that's who I cater to um, first and foremost. Yeah. And then, you know, all the love that I get via that and the beautiful and amazing um, people who spread the brand and who tell their friends and all that, like I just get extra love because of my target audience sharing that with the masses and then that all coming back towards me. So it's been really cool what we've been able to do so far. Yeah. That's awesome. It's super similar in radio. We, we have our target audience, and if we make them happy, other people will just automatically be happy as well. Uh, exactly. That's really cool. You're going to champion your, your station and what you guys do, so that's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so tell me about this, this transition early on from, uh, what were you studying originally? Sports medicine back at UF. Medicine to, to full yeah, sale. Sports medicine. Yeah, so I went from <laughs> sciences and wrapping ankles and all that cool stuff, which is a very fun world. If you are interested in sports medicine, it's an amazing field. You can even reach out to me about that. UF is awesome. Mm. So I definitely would encourage it. Um, but I wasn't, after I graduated, I wasn't able to get a job in my industry. The whole crutch was, well, you need eight years of experience. You need mm. 10 years of experience. You need seven years of experience. So it's like, well, it's kind of hard to get experience if you don't give me experience. Right. Um, so I ended up working at AT&T and, you know, just trying to make ends meet because I, I got to survive. So right. if I work in the, you know, uh, athletic training field or health industry or at a gym, then I got to make moves. So, you know, I ended up at AT&T, uh, connected with my boss who, me and him started talking about dreams and goals and yeah. he kind of heard me talk about full sale and was like, Hey, if that's what you're passionate about while you're young and still have all your teeth, you need to go make that happen. Mm. And, you know, so I made that jump and that transition to do something crazy. Once again, got the traditional college degree first, which right. everyone told me to get, but now I'm jumping into another industry, another field. And, you know, it's just been an interesting ride just making that transition because even people commended that, you know, in 2009, when I graduated, it still wasn't that cool just yet to follow your dream. So seeing people seeing me do it was like, oh, wow, he, he's doing what he loves and he's going against the grain. Yeah. That's interesting. Am I doing what I love? Am I, you know, stepped out of my comfort zone or am I doing what mom told me to do? Dad, cousin, what family has told me to do, what I think I should be doing because this is a family, you know, trend or history. Mm. So that transition was, you know, it was wild. It was scary, you know, hopping into a new playground. But, you know, now I am an audio engineer and I have my podcast that I do and I work in the live sound industry. So normally I'm at concerts or live shows 
And, you know, what you're doing on the radio side of things, you know, I've helped and volunteered and been in those spaces. Yeah. You know? And so I understand all of that. You know, I used to work for ESPN3 for a bit as well. So that was an amazing experience. So we did a lot of, you know, a lot of cool content for, you know, AAU basketball games. Yeah. Pop Warner championships and all kinds of stuff. But I was the guy running around with the Parab microphones or setting up stages or chasing coaches with this long XLR, <laughs> making sure that I don't trip up my cameraman right. or cameraman. Um, so, you know, I've, I've been able to jump into this you know, career of audio, uh, which has been, you know, really fun, really exciting. But on the other side of things, it was another foolish move. It was another foolish ambition to chase my goals and dreams, to go after it no matter what, to jump into this field that I knew nothing about, despite how crazy everyone else might have made me feel or told me mm-hmm. how stupid I was and right, right. don't do that and you're never going to make it. And, you know, I don't know too many audio engineers and I get it. You're not in that space. You're not in that field. So it's kind of hard to know. So another gem for everyone, just because people don't know what you can do with your craft doesn't mean you don't do it. Doesn't right. mean you don't go after it. Sometimes people are just limited on their knowledge or thinking and do not be mad at those individuals. Do not be sour with them. Do not think that they hate you and that I can't believe it. Take it, let it run off your back like water in the shower mm. and you keep it moving because you know what your dream is. You know what you're going after. You know what the, you know, if you want to be a marshmallow or if you want to be a Skrillex <laughs> yeah. or if you want to be a Diplo, like go after that and go after that with your whole heart. And whether you are busting suds at a, at a, you know, a kitchen or, you know, whipping up lattes at Starbucks, when you get off the clock, you go home and you make beats. You go home and you rap. You go home and you produce music. You sing. You go home and you work on those dance routines. And when you get that moment to shine, it'll be there. Yeah. What What would you say was your first moment to shine? <laughs> um, hmm. In regards to what exactly? Just so I have a context. Sure, sure. Um, well, I guess, I guess first, how did how did you transition from I guess audio at uh, you know audio engineering, which you're still obviously in and doing at Full Sail? Mm-hmm. Uh, was mm-hmm. the clothing was Foolies kind of like you know in the midst of making this quote foolish decision that everyone was looking right. on? Uh, was it like well, dang, let's make. T-shirts, like, you know, how did... Right. Essentially, that was, that was kind of it. So, you know, while I was pursuing music and doing music a lot more, it was like, hey, let's come up with this concept that we'll say in the midst of our music. So whenever uh, music, our songs would start, be like, Foolies, it's the movement. And that's how we would kind of start off, right? you know, our, our, our music. You know, every rapper had a catchphrase. Every artist had something that you can identify. So Lady Gaga has her monsters. You know, uh, Big Sean said, whoa there. DJ you know, Khaled. Lil Wayne, when he comes, yeah, DJ Khaled, we the best. And, you know, his thing, you know, um, Lil Wayne, when he starts the song, there's a lighter flicker, like a kind of a flame scorch that starts off. So, you know, oh, snap, that's a Lil Wayne verse. Yeah. You know, uh, Taylor Ganger died. That was with Khalifa. Now, he was like super popular during that time when we were creating a brand. Hmm. And so after doing some research, you know, just doing a quick Google search, how do, how do artists get popular? Yeah. And the big thing was like, Give your audience an identity. Give them something to latch onto. So the foolish thing burst out of that. And once people heard, like, oh man, like I'm foolish. I'm crazy to live <laughs> out my dreams. That's me. Yeah. They 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 took it and they ran off with it. You know, the coolest thing that has happened for us 
you know, is I remember one of my friends, <clears throat> she is now, I'm not sure if she's a writer or like a producer or like what her role is in the film industry. Mm. But before she went to her film school, her master's program, or just continuing her education in the industry of film, she put on her resume that I'm a foolie and I'm ambitious and willing to chase my goals and dreams no matter how crazy it seems. And for the fact that people were putting this on their resume yes. <laughs> before applying to a school or I have another friend who, you know, whenever she bought a shirt years ago, um, I sent her a notebook and a little journal or whatever. That's what we used to do when we first started. And I told her to write down her goals and dreams. And she wrote the two letters, R and N, if I'm not mistaken, and she became a nurse yeah. later on in her career. And that was what she wanted to go after. And so it was cool to be able to have this movement to not only just push maybe artists and people in that space of like music, film, television, script writing, you right. know, making video games, but now being able to push a doctor or a lawyer or a singer or, or you know, somebody just, you know, an activist, you know, anybody mm. who just wants to go after something crazy. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of like shining you know, bright moments. I mean, we got featured on own network. So that was a really awesome shining moment. Yeah. Um, and that came through like a, a shirt post that went viral and then the right people saw it and emailed us and that opened up a, just a whole new world of uh, connections for us. And one of the girls that was on the shirts, or excuse me, one of the women on the shirts, her name was Shonda Rhimes. She writes for a lot of popular television stuff. So yeah. how to get away with murder scandal, um, and a bunch of other, um, programs she retweeted that shirt. Her name was on it and out of the many black women that were on the shirt. Right. And she retweeted that and that caused another wave of love and attention. And so we've had a lot of really dope shining moments. I mean, at its core, I think <laughs> one of the coolest things that's happened to me, I actually met a guy randomly didn't know him, never met him a day in my life. Yeah. And ran into this kid and I had a bracelet that we used to give out when we first started uh, foolies and it said dream without fear and the kid had on my bracelet wow and i was like where'd you get that and he's like i don't even remember but that's just you just never know right you're know saying like you don't know who's talking to who you don't know who's who's in what radio station saying hey this is going to be a great feature you don't know who's at cnn right now saying hey we got this kid that we've been watching mm. can he get a segment Mm. please. And maybe that person is advocating for you and they're begging for you, but you have to stay consistent. Yeah. Cause if they come back to find you and it's like, okay, I, I think we're ready to, to put this kid on and they come back and you have updated your Facebook in seven months. You haven't updated your Instagram yeah. in, you know, 52 weeks. Oh uh, man, I guess he fell off. Uh, forget about it. We'll feature someone else. Right. And that was your, your moment. So there's a, there's a visual, a meme, if you will, that has this guy digging through a, a dirt lot or like an underground, like dirt road. Mm. And you see him put down the, you know, I don't know what you call it. I guess a shovel. You yeah. see him put down a shovel, but on the other side of the dirt wall, he was so close. There's all these diamonds and gold and riches, but he gave up inches away from getting to that. Uh. And so I don't want you guys that are listening to give up right before that moment. And it could be years. It could be months. It could be weeks. It could be tonight. Mm. But if you stop your grind, you'll never know where you could have gotten. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That I, That's like, so obviously I'm a, I'm a big fan of Gary V as well. Uh, and he just talks about, you know, every day is a new at bat and like, 
the more at-bats you get, the more likely you are to break through those last few inches and get to the goal, to the diamonds, to the opportunity that you've been working for. Yeah. Um, With Gary, that feature that we got, we sent him a message, you know, December 2016. Yeah. Wow. Dropped January 30th, 2018. Right. So like, that's a long time to sit around and like wait. And yeah, his team interviewed me and yeah, they sat down with me or whatever, virtually not in person or anything. Yeah. But I don't know if that, that my page could have not made the book. Mm. You know, I could have went and got that book, you know, January 30th. And they're like, yeah, sorry, kid, you didn't make it. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I, I saw him say, hey, if you read Crush It and it impacted you, send me a message. I was binging all his content at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I sent him a message. It was something quick and sweet. And I was like, all right, cool. Got an email back, you know, a couple, you know, maybe months later, weeks later. I don't remember fully. But I remember them setting everything up. And they were like, okay, we want to interview you. We're going to interview you June 28th, mm-hmm. 2017. Wow. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and they had no idea, but June 28th was my birthday. No and way. I was literally hopping off a plane and going to New Orleans because I was trying to network and meet more dope people right. to spread this shirt love around and to actually meet some of the people from Essence who featured my brand and then don't even know me. So right. I'm like, I need to show them love. <laughs> I'm in the city. I went there with nothing in my pocket. My friends and homies actually funded the whole trip, paid for my ticket to go, wow. gave me money to, to have an Uber ride and to be able to make it. And then I called a homie who called another homie to let me crash on the couch mm. for the next two days, three days while I was in New Orleans. So like, once again, they interviewed me, cool, but that didn't mean anything. Yep. That could have not happened. You know what I'm saying? That could have fell off. That could have, hey, we got a better person. Right. You know, great interview, great story, but we're moving on. We found something cooler, more shinier, more brighter to, to showcase. Mm. But, you know, God is good and open opportunities, like, because I kept pushing. And even prior to that, I was trying to get on Gary V's platform or get on his show and do other things. Yeah. And it didn't work. But had I quit, Right. Had I stopped and been like, ah, oh, well, I didn't get on his show. So you know what? I'm done with any Gary V content. I'm upset because <laughs> right. I didn't get put on. You know what I'm saying? Like, had I stopped watching his stuff because I was sour, maybe in my feelings, I wouldn't have saw that post, which now led to even this moment of us connecting. So, hey, if anybody gets anything out of this, is you just got to stay true to what you want, what you're trying to do, who you're trying to impact. And if you never forget those things, you'll be all right. Yeah, that's really cool and encouraging. Yeah, uh, what what is going on? Like, what is going on right now? I guess spring break. You're going back to school. Are you still studying audio engineering? Do you want to go? Oh so, yeah, I finished. I finished the audio engineering life. I'm I'm back in school again, doing some graphic design stuff now. Right on. I'm at full sail. So um, I just have more passions, more aspirations, and another foolish decision, but. I've always wanted to do design work and I'm just like, you know what? I got a really cool opportunity. I'm going to figure this out, you know, by any means. So, you know, I'm studying art and I'm studying design because I feel like where I'm at in the point of my life with this career, my business and brand and all stuff, like I've always loved design. I've always loved art. I I literally will buy books sometimes just for the artwork. May not read it, may skim through it, may give it to someone else to read. (laughs) 
but I I love art. I've always loved design. I've wanted to design things since I was ki- a kid. Mm. I made a clothing company when I was younger called Jaywalkers because I was like, well, I'm not like, I'm not a super thug or anything. Like, I'm not gonna like go beating anybody up <laughs> or like smoking drinking. But like, Jaywalk. I think jaywalking is a, is definitely a crime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I jaywalk all day. I'm a jaywalker, and I had a brand called the Jaywalkers. Right. I was younger, and so that was. I've always been doing this, but it's just funny how life and and the universe and God and everything just kind of lines right back up mm. and you end up doing exactly, you know, when somebody's like, oh, what did you do as a child that inspired you and da 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 I was, I was designing shirts. I just <laughs> didn't know what to call it. Right. I didn't know people did that for a living. You know, now to grow up years later to make a new definition of a jaywalker for in, in place now foolies. Mm. It's, you know, because that Jay Walker's brand was for the quote-unquote not-so-thuggish person. Right. And I was trying to find an identity for them. Now, I have a new identity for a whole set of different people who get called out, who get called crazy, who get called stupid, who to- who get told every single day that they can't do it because they want to dance, because they want to, you know, be astronauts, because they want to travel the world because they want to make a career via YouTube. Now those are the people getting called crazy. And now those are the people who everybody's like, oh, I want to be like you. Yeah. Because they stay true. You know what I'm saying? To their past. Look, I think I could do something with YouTube. I'm going to do it. I'm going to travel the world. Nas Daily is a really cool brand. If you guys can go check him out, he makes one minute videos. Yes. He packed his stuff up. Six left his six figure job. I think he was making six figures. Moved to Kenya with a camera. I moved somewhere in Africa with a camera and said, I'm going to make videos every day. Mm. And he went and he's like, I'm not posting them necessarily to uh, YouTube. I want to push them on Facebook. People said that was stupid. You don't make money on Facebook. Facebook doesn't pay you. Facebook doesn't monetize anything. You're crazy. He still kept doing it anyways. He now has like 10 plus investors and millions of views. He's getting, you know, imagining sponsors now on all kinds of cool stuff because he stuck to his path. Yeah. I just he discovered Nas Daily. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He makes videos every day, no matter what, whether he has Wi-Fi or not, whether he has, you know, proper connections, like he's in a foreign country traveling the globe, making video content daily. Yeah. The last video I saw, he had to drive out or swim out or boat out to the middle of the Amazon to get Wi-Fi signal to upload a video. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have that worry. I'm in the U.S. I got Wi-Fi everywhere I go. Right. Starbucks, my school, you know, I can create a hotspot with my phone. I can call AT&T and tell them to hook me up or something. So I need to be designing, creating, coming up with cool stuff as much as I can. And I need to learn everything I can and become a master at my craft. Mm. A lot of people just dabbling in a lot of different things, which is cool. Do as many things as you like. I am that way too. Yeah. But become a master at your work, become a master at your art. Cool. I'm designing clothes and I want to do this for a living. This is not just a cool thing for now. You know what? I'm going to learn design. I'm going to learn how to talk design. I'm going to learn how to you know, talk about balance and negative spaces and mm. how to really get into, you know, these deep contexts and concepts. You know, I want to study the Paul Rands, the Paula Shears, the Michael Bure's, like these cats who, you know, the Gail Andersons, you know what I'm saying? Like the people who really do dope design work yeah. and they're on your, your, your Rolling Stones covers and creating the CNN logo or the Apple logo and mm. all these people who are beasts. I want to be 
like them. I want to compete in a whole new league. Yeah. And so this is just my way to, you know, level up on top of the audio engineering, which I do audio, I do lighting and graphic design was really just a cool third wheel to now tie it into everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it all revolves around what I'm doing. And if I ever put on a show or a concert or get to the microphone again, I can design everything, the brand, the concept, the look, the life. I know how it should sound. Everything, right. everything is literally building up for me to do some crazy concert <laughs> right. down in some cool place and invite every foolie to ever rock with me and be like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So that's just what it is. It, that's like, that's really cool. And, and this is something that I was even, so I guess, yeah, this is something that I was thinking of even before uh, I called. And it, I, I've been told multiple times by like, you know, even though this is just episode seven of the podcast, uh, so many of the guests have said, it's not necessarily about th- the clothing. It's about like the culture yeah. and the brand and the community that you create around the clothing. Uh, right. And I think you've done such a good job at creating that culture and brand and community uh, and I could like totally see a Foolies concert event because you already have this <laughs> this brand where it's not it, it's all about the community and that's that's really cool. Uh, is that where you like envision Foolies heading? Like as you're learning more design, as you're learning. Yeah, yeah that, I mean that that would be cool. I've, I've imagined you know uh maybe not like full on rap shows per sure. se but i've just imagined you know a really dope you know gala or event that i host and yeah. you know i almost treat it like a like a netflix comedy special where i'm on stage <laughs> and i have all my friends in the room um all the foolies who supported me and i'm like look guys like i literally brought y'all in this room to remind y'all to go after your dreams and goals no matter what yeah. Now for the rest of the evening, I just want y'all to network. I want y'all to connect. I want y'all to build. I want y'all to smile. I want y'all to have a good time. Yeah. And I just never want y'all to forget that like the love here is so real and the people in this room are so important to me mm. that like you guys need to go off and create something too. Like I know it's cool that I'm creating this cool brand and this cool concept, but if you guys aren't living out your dreams then I'm not living out my purpose. Right. And so, you know, it'd be great. Um, you know, I've imagined the room and the environment. I've, you know, Googled places and locations. You know, I'm I'm in the city of Orlando, so I've looked at places that I would want to rent and yeah. how I would bring, like, homies that I graduated with to, to work sound and to do lights and to really make this into a show. So, yes. you know, and I hoped, I hoped to do that by my 30th birthday, and that didn't happen. But... I'm not going to wash my hands and be like, ah, oh, I guess, I guess I'm done. Right. You know what I'm saying? like, no, it, it'll just happen later. It might happen 35, 40, 50. Might happen after I leave this earth. Somebody has this podcast and like, Hey, let's, let's do this for this kid. Yeah. So you never know. So that would be cool. Um, if it manifested into that, you know, I really want to get into a place where I'm speaking, you know, to students that look like me. Yeah. You know what I'm like there weren't too many guys in the hood telling me, go after my dreams, go after my goals. You can make it like, yeah, a couple of teachers definitely, mm. but no one that left the hood or left that environment that wasn't the best come back and say, Hey, you got it. Hey, yeah. if you're a dreamer, if you're a game changer, if you want to make video games, like I get that privilege of talking to kids here in the city of Orlando that I'm living in. And that's always such a, a overwhelming experience. Cause like these kids, this is their first time getting it. Mm. 
and I'm only giving to them what I wanted. So if you have anything that you're trying to do, do it because you never got it. So I'm trying to uplift and change lives and kick it with kids and talk about entrepreneurship and tell them to go after their dreams because nobody necessarily told it to me or only a few told it to me. And I took what those few mentioned and went off and did something with it. So let me be that few or that one for all the other kids that I'm going to interact with. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Touching, touching individual lives that will then go on to chase their dreams and be foolish and then tell someone else and then tell someone else. That's really cool. I love that. Yeah. So, man, so like <laughs> un- unbelievable amounts of, of wisdom and inspiration all throughout the show. What would you say to someone I like, hope so. I oh, hope absolutely. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so much. Even after, like after watching like one or two of your Instagram lives, I'm like, this is going to be one of the greatest episodes because <laughs> this guy just, <laughs> uh, if it's any encouragement to you, you're definitely consistent with your brand, like the uplifting, the inspiration. Um, and I know that a lot of people, you know, including myself and anyone who listens to this show and a lot, many, many, many people beyond are going to be super inspired and impacted. Um, what would you say to someone who is looking at maybe, you know, not just your clothing, but also your brand and your, your uplifting lifestyle attitude um, but and says, you know, I want to start a clothing line, clothing brand like that. I want to empower people. I want to make clothes. Like, how how practically did that happen? How did you go from like, <laughs> you know, yeah? How how did yeah, that? Uh, um, yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it. You know, a quick story is really, you know, we saw a, 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 a we thought of the word foolies. We took a, a dirty white T-shirt and yeah. we ironed the words on like a like a direct to print kind of thing. Right. You know, eventually we evolved. We found a T-shirt person or a company in my town um, that could print. So we did that for a while, and then we evolved again, and then moved to Teespring, which they sell and they ship and they do everything. Hmm. And I don't have to pay them; they do get a profit. Yeah. Cause, you know, they got to make their money too. Um, but that's what we do now. So we went from the dirty white shirt and the print and direct to print. We would make those for people and yeah. we would att- put a friend in it, take them out of the shirt, put them back in and put it on another friend, take them out of that. <laughs> and then we would take pictures every time. Yeah. Um, so I call it the Damon John effect because that's what he did with FUBU. And so I learned from him. Yeah. He, I don't, I've never met him, never sat down with him, but as I'm realizing, and even Seth Godin said this in a recent interview, you don't need mentors. You just need to study what they did yeah. and do it for yourself. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So I've been doing that. I can't meet and connect with these guys. Not yet. Yep. So I'm like, all right, I'll study the heck out of these people. How do other guys and girls create clothing lines and t-shirt companies? So I just follow that formula. And then, you know, somebody put me on to Teespring. Um, and, you know, as somebody, her name is Lovia Jai, you know what I'm saying? She changed my world and put me on Teespring. She, was a, she shared one of our shirts to her page and it went viral and took off. And like, she's an epic social media guru in her space and yeah. she's killing it and has thousands of followers and fans. So that, you know, that, that one person was all I needed. And I don't even know how she saw it. Yeah. Somebody else that knew her shared it and she saw it and you just, that's how this works. And so, you know, now everything's done through Teespring, but if somebody was, you know, creating, you know, something today and they wanted to, you know, launch their t-shirt company, I mean, you know, Think about your brand. Yeah. What are you trying to do? What's the name of it? The theme, the concept. 
Um, I've strayed away from the word uh, join the movement or it's the movement because as I've gotten really keen in design and uh, understanding advertising, marketing, branding, a lot of people say that. So find something else to say other than join the movement, be a part of the movement because everybody wants to start a movement, Mm. which is fine. Do that. You know, the IE create a tribe or culture. We get that. Um, But yes, create some purpose around that brand and then, you know, find some... (laughs) You know, find some attractive people to put in church. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, like, aesthetics matter. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, super buff Channing Tatum, you know, right. attractive. But, you know, find some people who match your brand. So if you want a van, skater, D&G concept, then find guys and girls with tats. Yeah. Piercings. And that fit that theme. If you want a clean cut you know, GQ looking guy or girl, find that person, put them in your tie, put them in your socks that you sell. Yep. If you want that hip hop swag, whatever, get the person with the baggy jeans or, you know, the cut off shirts, the midriffs, you know, saying whatever that is, find what your audience or what you want your audience, you know, saying back to that target market, find, you know, who your audience even looks at. Yeah. If your audience is looking at, you know, I don't know, a Jay-Z or if they're looking at a Gaga or if they're looking at a Rihanna, then you need to be creating content that mm. matches that aesthetic and that feel. And so that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like the the people who we share, the models that we put in apparel, they're very, you know, everyday girl looking. They're not over the top. They're not ex- you know, super extravagant. They are amazing. Don't right. get it twisted. But we're not trying to sell a certain style or, you know, not dissing anybody. We're not selling sex either. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I know my brand, but Hey, if your brand does that, then be true to you. Understand what comes with yeah. those different things. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, if that's what you're going to sell and that's what you want the audience to pick up, right. then then own it and own whatever comes with it. You know what I'm saying? So same thing with us, whatever we're going to put out, whatever images we're going to share, we got to own it. We got to stand up for it because that's what we believe in. So, you know, figure out your concept, your brand, your mission, you know, say, make sure that mission is strong, figure out how you bring a community into that study, people in that community, figure out what they like, what they're saying, Hmm. figure out what they want. Then, you know, take, just get one shirt, find a local printer in your town, go to a third party site, like a Teespring or Redbubble spread shirt, print it out, put someone in it, see what people say. Yeah. If nobody says, I want that. (laughs) <laughs> then don't worry about it. Yep. Try again. Start and over. Yep. keep doing that over and over and over until somebody says, yo, what's that shirt? I need it right now. Yep. And then, all right, cool. I'll, I'll ship you one. Send me, tw- you know, 25 bucks. Send me $18. Send me 1999. And the shipping is, you know, 499. Like, you know, right. Make sure you know your shipping too. <laughs> right. Tax rates for your city and place. So you don't get into any tax situations, but that's a whole nother conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's really cool. I like, so personally, I was, uh, I I wanted to like make shirts myself and I was, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to save up and then buy this really expensive equipment and then I'll start making shirts. But I was really using that as an excuse (laughs) to put off just starting, like just putting an iron on a shirt and making my first one. Uh, so it happens. I mean, it's, it's it's not, it's not bad. I mean, you know, having a printing press isn't a bad move. It is, it is pretty pricey, Yeah. but 
you learn a lot. You know what I'm saying? You can do it. You can, I, I didn't go that route. I had someone else who had a printing press do that. Mm. But I would, you know, I would learn from them. I would learn about T-shirts and how T-shirts feel and the difference between all style versus next level versus American apparel versus what's a tri-blend, what's a cotton blend. Like, I learned that stuff, and that stuff was important. So I, I don't know if I would be successful had I not paid those kind of dues in those, like, back back areas of, of warehouses and people's stores and hanging sure. around, you know, standing and learning from their print shop. So, I mean, I, I needed that process. Um, but you know, if you don't have it <laughs> and there is, you know, more affordable routes, which is your tea springs and stuff like that. So for sure. Cool. Um, Alex, any, any final words for the listener? <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, have no more questions. Final words. Um, most times what we fear is in, entirely just within our imagination. So you make up a lot. We, uh, you say, I want to do this, but I don't want to like lose my job, get kicked out of my home. I can't pay rent. How am I going to live? Yeah. I would challenge everybody to you know, realize that fear is really in your imagination. It's a realistic fear, but it's still a lot that you've made up on the other side of the fence, you know, shift your thinking. So don't say, Oh, I can't afford that. Say, how can I afford that? Don't say, oh, I'll never make it. Say, okay, well, what will it take to make it? And then Tim Ferriss is awesome. And he says, what would you do if it were easy? And so ask yourself that question. Okay, cool. You want to be the next, you know, Pitbull. You want to be the next, you know, Salvador Dali. Like, whatever your thing is. Like, what would, I, what would it look like if it was easy? Yeah. Answer that question. Sit down on it. And then move forward with whatever it is and don't hold on to it. As Seth Godin says, just ship it because you're just sitting on it too long and it's festering and it's, and some, and you're going to be pissed when somebody comes out with your idea <laughs> right? and don't, and don't do it well. So don't sit around waiting because then somebody's going to drop something and you're going to be mad. Yeah. So hopefully that kind of sums up a few things, but the biggest thing is a lot of fear that we have is in our imagination. So you know, imagine new things if that's the case. Yeah. Imagine making it. Imagine changing the game. Imagine imagine one person wearing your apparel. Imagine one person showing off your product. Imagine what that looks like. Where are they? What are they doing? What are they wearing? Who are they with? Like, envision that and then trust in that vision. Awesome. And write your dreams down. That's all. I, that's it. Write it down. Put it on paper. It's not because you're going to forget it, because you need to remember it right now. So write it down. Alex, thank you so much for taking a bit of your spring break to be on the show. I had a blast, learned a ton, and am now super pumped. Thanks for inspiring, man. Find Foolies on Instagram, at Foolies. Also, head to Linktree slash Foolies. That's linktr.ee slash Foolies. Alex has got a podcast of his own called Dream Without Limits Radio, a YouTube channel, and of course, a shop where you can pick up a Foolies Limited Tea. All of the information will be in the show notes at podcastsandsend.com as usual. If you enjoyed the show, hit that subscribe button, hit that favorite button so you won't miss out on next week's episode. Find Podcast Sands End at Podcast Sands End on Instagram. Follow my journey at Real Matt Andre and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. Shout out to Benjamin Banger. You are listening to his track, Church. Find a link to his newest project in the show notes at podcastsandsend.com. That's all I've got for you this week. Stay tuned for episode eight with who knows who. So until next time, peace, love, and rock on. Rock on.
we go. It's a wrap. <laughs> 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 cool.